Welcome to the Eat This Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hello, everyone. And this week, we are going to help, well, hopefully help, uh, help you tackle one of the biggest nutrition challenges that I think we all face at some point in time, and and a lot of us are are kind of focused on it now. It's sugar, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about the need to cut back on added sugars as it affects so many health and weight loss challenges that we all have. But while many of us know that we should be cutting back on all the added sugars in our diet, It's how we should do that that becomes the hard part. And now very recently, for the first time actually, our government has issued added sugar guidelines recommending that we keep our sugar consumption to no more than 10% of overall calories. So... To put it into perspective, that's not, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. Exactly. That's about 180 calories or 45 grams a day for a woman and 200 calories or 50 grams for a man. And to put that into perspective, the average American eats or consumes every day 82 grams of added sugar. The average, on average, yeah, on right? Average. So you're probably a little bit above or a little totally. bit below. Like we're we're kind of like averages out is 82 grams. So, but you're way higher than what's recommended. And and the, the crazy part is that it is it's an easy thing to to miss added sugars because as we've talked about in other episodes, it's in everything from bread to pasta sauces, the places that you really aren't expecting to to find it. So you're not really looking for it. So you're probably not accounting for it there. Um, Certainly, you know, if you're getting it from your snacks, your snack bars, your sodas, if you're adding it to your coffee, like all those kinds of things, it's it's when you try and tell, I mean, I would challenge anyone listening to to try and tally the added and, and added sugars, by the way, here. I mean, everybody, it's so easy to make quote unquote sugar the villain and sugar yeah. in and of itself, not not the the boogaboo here. It's it's added sugars. So it's those sneaky sugars, ones. The ones that don't yeah. need to be exactly. there, right? And and it's it's if you look at and you know, we're a long way from from getting there, it feels like still, but hopefully um I think like the latest is like by twenty twenty, um, according to the FDA, the new food labels will be out and they'll have to list out the added sugars. Yep. Right now everything is just is just sugar. So I don't know if a food I'm eating has if it has ten grams of, of sugar, are those naturally occurring sugars? Are those or, chemical sugars? Right. Are yeah, they exactly. two grams of, of naturally occurring and which means eight grams are just added. So mm-hmm. that's eight grams of sugar added to have no nutritional value in being there at all and negatively impact that total amount that I'm going to consume for the course of the day. And I think that's the kicker. And so so here's the thing. It's it's hard to, to kind of nail down. It's challenging to nail down. I would I would I would challenge anyone listening to really try and take two days and and keep a, a small food journal and try and, and really lay out how many added sugars you get in a day because just the the sheer reality of that that realization is going to be eye-opening yeah it might shock a lot you might of find us, yeah. like okay hey i'm just under that 82 gram average or you might find you're you're quite over it and if you drink sodas if you drink sports drinks if you enjoy snack bars or overly processed foods you're going to be you're going to be gonna way over like you're going to be way over before lunchtime. So, I think it's just that kind of awareness and then what you do with that information. And that's what I think this episode is going to do. I think if you if you're someone who like many of us are trying to okay, I'm aware that added sugars are not the best thing for me, but how do I tackle it? And it's not just about like okay, eat this food instead of this food kind of things. It's just real ways that to, that you can kind of implement them into your daily life that will have a dramatic impact on those those cravings and just kind of cut back on some of those added sugars that you're not even aware that you're getting. And I think that's the kicker here. So we want to arm you to kind of really win this battle against added sugars. And that's what that's what these tips are all about. So, you know, let's let's get you ready for the battle. 
Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, educate yourself. I mean, mm -hmm. that goes with anything we talk about on this podcast. But before you freak out and toss everything in your kitchen, you're scared right. of all these sneaky sugars, take a moment to fully understand the official sugar recommendation and the difference between added sugar and naturally occurring sugar. Fruits, vegetables, plain dairy products, they all have naturally occurring sugar that really shouldn't be your strongest cause for concern because those fruits and veggies contain nutrients like fiber and healthy fats. The liver doesn't process sugar in the same way it would like a cookie or, right. or a candy bar. In other words, like the sugar that comes from apples won't contribute to weight gain in the same way like a soda will, drinking right. soda every day. And as you mentioned, the nutrition label laws while they've gotten better in recent years, they haven't caught up to the dietary guidelines. And so in a few years, you said maybe by 2020. 2020 is, is the current kind of. Hopefully. Yeah, they'll have. Deadline. We'll see. It's already been pushed back. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be broken out into naturally occurring sugars and the added stuff. Because right now they're all clumped together under just sugar. sugar. So you don't really know. It's very misleading and super confusing, especially for foods like flavored yogurt that have both naturally occurring sugar and sometimes added sugar. So make sure you look out at your nutrition labels every time you're eating something. Look for the words sugar, honey, agave, even cane juice, mm -hmm. all these sugar synonyms. And then you're going to know there's added sugar in there. And I think that's the thing. And, and it leads us to our, our next kind of tip here is, is kind of be aware, as you said, like mm -hmm. educate yourself. But also look out for the ali aliases that sugar appears. Like there's so it, many. It's not just going to say sugar <laughs> yeah. on, on the ingredients list. Um, and, you know, we always talk about looking at the, at, you know, flip that package over, look at the ingredients list, look at the, the calorie info, look at the sugar info. And here's why. There are more than 56 different names for added sugar, including high fructose corn syrup, the one that we all know, of course, yes. uh, dried cane syrup, molasses, agave, brown rice syrup, maple syrup, sucrose, any any word ending in O-S-E, right? Anything that, that is <laughs> Anything something O-S is gross. Sugar, right? <laughs> O-S is gross. And yeah. if several forms, and that's the thing, it's like if you really look at the ingredients list, it's not just going to be one or two of those things. If you read down the list, there's going to be several of these terms on that ingredient li ingredient list, which is which should raise your eyebrows and concern. It should be a red flag, yeah. right off right off the jump. So, you know, get a sense of of what those various terms are, and and that's the thing. It's like like brown rice syrup sounds brown rice brown rice healthy brown, yeah. brown rice is fine How, why why would brown rice syrup be bad it, well, it's sugar but it, like they don't want to say sugar so that's what they use sneaky and marketers. there it goes it's and you know what it's just i get it it's it's savvy mm -hmm. but it's you know it's on us to be aware absolutely you know it's like it's too it's it's all too easy it's just like it's easy to say like sugar's the bad guy it's all too easy to say okay food marketers and food manufacturers are the bad guys here but it's you know they're just doing they're doing their job they're just exactly. doing their thing and it's up to us to kind of be aware and and pay attention it's like you know when i'm driving my car i can only control what's happening in my car i can't control what else is on the road but it's like i've got to read the road signs i've got to look at the traffic lights and if i run through a red light it's not because the light went red all of a sudden it's because i wasn't paying attention and the light went red so pay attention, read the labels, know what these other terms are, and, and keep your eye peeled. Yeah, and 56 names, and more and more names are popping up it's every when, day. It's more than 56, actually. Yeah. I think it's, it's at like... this point in time. I thought, you know, when, when Dave's book, uh, Zero Sugar Diet, came out, 
I thought there was something in there that listed close to 80, but some of them might not be direct derivatives of it. Might it might have kind of like gone a little broader mm-hmm. uh, in context. Um, but anyway, even if it's 56, if it's eight, it, there's there's a lot. There's a lot, and and we all a lot of us have smartphones now. So if right. you're in the Google. supermarket and you don't know a term, Google it exactly before you buy it. So another tip is rethink your drink. Mm-hmm. We've talked many one. times about how drinks are one of the biggest calorie bombs. It's bombs, just like sneak exactly. Up on you. I just you was think about say it. bombs exactly. According to the National Institute of Health, the third largest source of food calories in the American diet comes from soda, which is also one of the biggest sources of sugar. Um, Barb, our producer, is sitting here, and we were just talking about sugar mm-hmm. before we recorded. But it's crazy to think that one 12 ounce can of Mountain Dew delivers 52 grams of sugar. Just one can, and that's way more than the suggested grams. If you have a couple a day, you're, you're going to do yourself in. So ditch the soda, energy drinks, even fruit juices, if you drink them throughout the yep. day. Yeah, they some of them have pulp, and you get the fiber, but you're still consuming a lot of calories, a lot of sugars. Try to sh- sip um, unsweetened teas or even water infused with fresh fruit. And it's right. a simple swap that, over time, you can shed more than like 10 pounds a year if you're drinking and, and beverages is one of those things where the added sugar danger um, is on high alert, I think. It's, it's one of those places. Very recently, there was a, a study out of the UK um, that noted that it found that basically drinking as little as three to four ounces of sugary drinks each day, soda, fruit juice, 100% fruit juice, soda, energy drinks, three to four ounces a day, a half a cup a half day. Half a cup only led to an 18% rise in overall risk for cancer. That's wild. That's just crazy. That and I think crazy. that gets to the point, like sugar has, is, as, as we're learning more and more, sugar is one of those things that's becoming tied to uh, a list of health mm-hmm. uh, issues and concerns. So uh, it's a good thing to, to want to dial back on, which is why this episode we, we thought was, was so timely and, and important really at the end of the day. These are such great and easy sugar tips. Um, And I've I've got another tip for you. You know, make sure that you get the vital nutrients and nutrition that you need all day long. Megan, do you think, what's your confidence level? Do you feel like at the end of the day, you know what, I nailed it. I got all of the nutrients my body needs. You know, I think I do an okay job, but recently I've made a switch in the morning to athletic greens, and I think now See? I'm doing a lot better. Right, especially if you travel a lot too, yeah. right? I think that's that's the, the thing that trips a lot of people up. I'm on, I'm on the go a lot, commuting a lot, and, and, you know, access to the perfect food every time is not there. And, you know, a couple months ago, I started making the swap to athletic greens in the morning. I have it before my morning coffee. I have it before my breakfast. And what I like about it is that I know I'm starting my day right off the jump with the vital nutrients my body needs. Athletic Greens is one of the most complete superfood functional green beverages on the market. And I've tried a couple of these. And also, I I, want to say Athletic Greens is one that doesn't taste nasty. Some of these can be a little chalky, greeny. It tastes like you're eating powdered plants. Athletic Greens is kind of pleasant, actually. It's palatable, yeah. Palatable. great. Super easy to get down. And what I really love about it, though, it contains 75 essential vitamins and minerals and it's made from whole food sourced ingredients. And a lot of research went into this. This isn't just some random concoction that's, you know, catching on to a health halo and like, hey, a lot of a lot of time, effort, and research went into this product to actually nail it, to perfect it. And they control the sourcing of these whole food ingredients and they deliver a product that is just fantastic. And I just I feel better using it. 
I, I don't like I, I don't like when I don't use it. I have concerns, and and I just like the security knowing that my body is getting the vital nutrition that it needs, no matter what, no matter what the situation. If I'm on the road or on the go, or just having a hectic day, Athletic Greens gives me the confidence to kind of back things up a little bit and lets my body know, like, okay, man, we're we're good. We we're can okay. we yeah. can handle an off day. You get back to it. You get back to it tomorrow. Now, there's there's an even better benefit here. Because our listeners can start their day off right also, and you can get into your daily routine with Athletic Greens really easily, and it will be the single best thing that you do for your health this year, probably. I can't stress this enough. Why not just try it for yourself? Jump over to athleticgreens.com slash eat this, and you can claim our special offer today, which is 20 free travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash eat this. And Megan, have you tried ButcherBox yet? You know, I just got my first delivery the other day of burgers. Mm. They looked amazing. I can't wait to cook them up. The packaging was wonderful. So I'm super excited to try ButcherBox. What about you, John? I have. And I will say the burgers are fantastic because I actually cooked up a batch this weekend oh, nice. along with uh, some nice bottom round sirloin, uh, some delicious chicken breasts. I have some top sirloin. Um, I have some ground beef. All of it is grass fed. All of it is delicious. And here's how you know it's good, by the way. I busted the burgers out for a little family cookout we were doing, and the kids devoured them. Oh, nice. I mean, Thank literally you. devoured them. And they usually, I mean, they're kids. They devour a lot of things, but they really took down they took down the burgers, something fierce. And here's what's great about ButcherBox is that not only does it taste great, and not only is it grass-fed and, and, and really high-quality meats, whether it's pork or chicken or beef, whatever it might be, it makes it easy to get high-quality meat that you can trust. Every month, ButcherBox delivers 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage-breed pork, and wild Alaskan salmon directly to your door. And the incredible quality of ButcherBox meats starts with the commitment to raising animals humanely that are never fed antibiotics or hormones. Hearing about the humanely approach to animals is a big deal for me, too. So I loved hearing about that. And it's super convenient. Like, there's no easier way to get high-quality meat that you can trust from farmers that have been, like, they do so much research in this company, and I love it. ButcherBox delivers it right to your door, and it's on dry ice. You could pop it right into your freezer until you're ready to cook it up. And so there's so much to love about ButcherBox, by the way. But here's something that I hope our listeners will really love. So if you're ready to enjoy these high-quality meats for yourself and please your own guests, you can get $20 off your first box and six burgers for free in every box all summer long until October 15th by going to butcherbox.com slash eat this, or you can enter the promo code eat this at checkout. Again, $20 off your first box and six burgers for free in every box all summer long until October 15th by going to butcherbox.com slash eat this or entering the promo code eat this at checkout. Now let's get back to more ways that you can cut added sugars out of your day. So the next tip, um, if you're not already checking out your beverages, which you should be, uh, buy unsweetened. Uh, and not just beverages, but just any, anything. Buy unsweetened things, and that way you know you're not having added sugars. Mm -hmm. Whether you're buying applesauce, almond milk, uh, nut butter, canned fruit, look for the unsweetened varieties. This is so big. It's, like, it's so funny, too, because I did this at first when I made the decision to switch from, um, to, to try and cut back on dairy and go to, go to almond milk. I'm like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just start drinking almond milk. And it took me a while to figure out that I was buying almond milk that wasn't unsweetened. Yeah. And it wasn't until I kind of woke up one day and looked at the, and I was like, oh my God, this is like 13 grams of sugar. You can buy unsweetened almond milk has dang near the same taste and no no added sugars so 
you know, making products with, with no sugar added uh, or no added sugar and unsweetened uh, labels, your, your best friends will help you significantly cut sugar and calories over the course of a year, let's say. You know, just that one little switch. I, I had the exact same experience because I drink almond milk all the time and like there's probably eight grams of sugar in a yeah. serving and you're shocked because it's almond milk. You're making the healthier decision. You want to cut back on dairy and you wouldn't even think it because it doesn't taste super sweet. Right. But it's And if you're adding, there. and if you're, so I, I basically use it in my morning oatmeal or if I'm making a smoothie. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's the case and that's how you're using it, and you're using not unsweetened almond milk, let's say, in your morning oatmeal. And then you add a little bit of, I like honey in my oatmeal, mm-hmm. so I'm going to add some honey too. Well, now you're adding more, more added, added sugars, sugar. right? And even though honey is like natural and like all those kinds of things, it's still, you, you want to think about that total sugar total, you know, that sugar total that you're going to hit for the day. And at breakfast, if you're using uh, sweetened almond milk and honey and maybe something, maybe some some dry, dried fruit, which we'll get to also, you know, you're going to be halfway to that daily intake. Right before 10 a.m. Your first meal of the day. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Here's a tip that I don't always do, but I totally understand why it's important. Good for so many reasons, by <laughs> yes, the way, but, but yes. cutting back on added sugar is just one of them. Exactly. Shop on a full stomach. I mean, this is such an easy tip. You're going to have better restraint to keep the sweet treats out of your shopping cart. Just have a small snack before you leave the house, like maybe some protein, some healthy fats. It'll keep you full. You won't be grabbing for every craving you have. Experts say when we're hungry, we're far more likely to lose sight of our dietary goals mm-hmm. and just load up on those unhealthy sugar-filled foods. I, I mean, this one's When super you're hungry, simple. everything looks good. <laughs> totally. So if you're walking down aisles and aisles of foods, yeah. it's not going to end well. <laughs> you're going to be that person that like rips open the right. package and is eating it on the way down the aisle. If, I've and done if that you, before. If, <laughs> no if you judgment. do go hungry, don't use the push cart. Maybe use a hand carry basket <laughs> totally. to limit the damage. Then you're working out at the at the same time. <laughs> and look, since you're already at the store and you're on a full stomach, hopefully, uh, stock up on fresh fruits. Nature's candy is naturally free of all those added sugars. In fact, dietitians say that eating fresh fruit is one of the healthiest ways to satisfy a sweet craving. So don't have to reach for the candy. You know, go for grapes or something something along those lines. And to ensure that your uh, your fruity nosh leaves you full and satisfied for a little bit longer, pair it with a healthy fat, healthy fat like a natural nut butter or even just a a very small handful of nuts, almonds, cashews, walnuts, anything like that, because the you're adding the the healthy fats and some more fiber that's going to help mitigate that that sugar rush, the natural mm-hmm. sugars into your bloodstream, and you're going to feel fuller for longer. So whereas you know a banana or a handful of grapes might you know satiate you for 20, 30 minutes. By adding just a little touch of, of nut butter or, or a handful of nuts, you probably get two hours before you yeah. have that hunger pang again. And that's exactly. a big difference. And you, you mentioned... Oh, dried fruits. Yeah. So, so fresh fruits stock up on. Dried fruits, you want to be careful uh, because dried and canned fruits are entirely different stories from fresh fruit. Uh, food manufacturers often will add sugar. Maybe it's in the form of juice concentrates uh, a lot of times uh, or, or syrups even, like some of the syrups that we mentioned before, to extend the fruit shelf life. So that not only does it extend the shelf life, but it also adds a lot of added sugars to what should be a nice nourishing snack. So just, just again, another reason to really look at the labels of certain things, especially the dried fruits. Yeah, I'm a dried fruit. Well, I'm a fruit junkie in general, but I've caught myself because I will just sit there and kind of nosh on dried fruit, even the ones that don't have the additives or the sulfites, like all natural dried. But if you think about it, like if you have a bag of I love the dried mangoes from mm-hmm. Trader Joe's and like dried figs and apricots, like give me any fruit. 
But you're sitting there, you're eating all these strips of mangoes. You wouldn't sit down and have like three full mangoes in one sitting, but you're getting that much because it's easier to eat and it's concentrated. And then you're like, wow, that's that's a lot of sugar I just took down. So you got to be careful with those. Yeah. And you don't, and when you don't have, that's the other thing too. I think, you know, Again, it, eating an apple versus like dried apple chips or mm-hmm. banana versus bright. The act of having to peel or slice or cut something slows the whole process down. And it creates this mental connection to what you're doing. And it keeps you aware. And I think what, you know, one, of your, one of the things you're talking about there with the dried fruit, if it's in a bag, it's easy to fall into a mindless eating. Yep. Like you're just like reach, pop it in, reach. Pop it in, reach, pop it in, and repeat. And if you don't, if you don't break <laughs> yeah. that cycle, because you're you're looking at your computer screen or scrolling through your Instagram feed or Facebook feed or whatever it may be, you know, just become a little more aware. And fresh fruits will kind of force that issue because you're going to have to do some work in order to get to it. Exactly. Okay, this tip caught my eye because it's something I would never think to do, and no. I've never even heard of it. But chew fennel seeds. Have you never heard of this, by the way? Me either. Incredibly intriguing. I know. So my sweet tooth hits the hardest right after a meal, right after a savory meal. I'm like, I need that sweet. So if you're anything like me, try chewing on some fennel seeds after dinner to help curb dessert cravings. So why? Why should you do that? Fennel seeds are naturally sweet, but don't contain any sugars, so they'll help satisfy you without adding calories. And as a bonus, fennel seeds are known to stop belly bloat and act as an appetite suppressant, so you get that double dose of belly fighting benefits. Double down on the on the positive effects there. I would never fennel seeds is not something I think of, and certainly not something I think of in this way. So this is a this is a tip worth trying. I I agree with you. After dinner or after a savory Mm -hmm. meal, I always. I have a hanker. I just need that something sweet. And I don't even care what it is. So if there's something nearby, I'll just go for it. Yeah. Whereas if I, you know, maybe I'll try this and see if it's still, if it works, it works great. I'm going to try that. If not, and then if, I'm still going to have the cookie. But whatever, exactly. it's worth a shot. And if anyone out there is interested in trying this, we'd love to hear your thoughts yeah, on this Yeah, let us know if this works for you. Or, yeah. Podcast at eatthis.com. Yeah, let us know. It's fennel seeds. Who knew? Who knew? So another another great way to try and cut back is to, to actually trick your taste buds. Uh, and again, talking about that, that post-meal hankering, uh, you can also try and pull one over on your taste buds after a meal, let's say. Uh, the next time you're having a hard time kind of ignoring that sweet tooth, fix yourself a cup of tea. Mint, ginger, cinnamon, chai teas, all of them will help you fend off those longings by hitting that sweet spot without a sugar overload. And with so many varieties, it's hard to get bored. So you can mix it up, right? You could try different varieties of teas, the, the herbal teas, the mint teas, all those kinds of things. And, you know, this is, or, you know, little cinnamon in, in there mm-hmm. too. It's just something to kind of break up that sensation and that urge, that craving, if you will. And this is such an easy, easy, and again, it's something that will force you to slow down and be awareness because you got to brew the, brew the tea and let it steep for a second, and then you're going to have to drink it slowly. So again, the, it, it creates that connection to uh, what you're eating and what you're not eating. Yeah. And, and what's behind aware, it. aware, for sure. You talked about putting almond milk in your oatmeal and then maybe in a smoothie and some honey. So if you have a savory breakfast... I love this tip, by the way. I love this tip. Um, you're, you're more likely to make better choices throughout the day. So this is really interesting. If you have a sweet breakfast, it's going to set you up for all day long sugar cravings. I guess maybe if you get a little bit in the morning, you're mm-hmm. already like, ooh, on the sugar. You want more and more throughout the day. So just say sayonara to all those sugar-sweetened coffees and the sugary cereals and the added fruit yogurts. And then you're going to have an easier time 
avoiding sugar the rest of the day. Right. I, I didn't realize. I thought it was kind of just like, all right, it I'm makes craving sense. sugar now. But it, it really does. does. Make sense. Like if you have a super sweet breakfast, it just it just kind of sets the tone for your taste buds for yeah. the rest of the day, and you're going to seek out more of that. But if you set the tone with with a savory, and coffee is an interesting one too because I feel like so many people, it's one of those places where added sugars can be because because coffee is is pretty bitter, mm-hmm. and in order to kind of tamp that down, you're going to add the sweeteners. And it's so funny when you see people make their their morning coffee, and it's just like one packet, two packet, three packet. They don't realize how much it's so mindless. So mindless. Um, so you could, you know. And, but look, it's a it's a hard thing to kind of cut that out cold turkey. And one thing you could do to help minimize the the amount of sugar that you have to put in your coffee is go for a lighter roast uh-huh. because they're going to be less bitter. The reason why you're using the sweeteners in the coffee is to try and and mitigate some of the bitterness that's in coffee. Where like I'm drinking right now one of the the nitro brews that are have become so the rage lately. But what's nice about the nitro brew is that nitrogen that's injected into the the cold brew tamps down the bitterness. So you don't need you don't need a sweetener, you don't need uh, milk or, or any kind of added flavored sweeteners mm-hmm. like that because that's all in there. So again, don't discount that morning coffee when you're having your savory meal. Also, you know, one of the things we, we talked about at the top, uh, along with sodas, are snack bars. Yeah. And I don't go anywhere without snack bars in my bag, by the way. So, like, this is preaching to the choir, if, if you will. Uh, and, and this is one that I actually didn't pay too much attention to until very recently. Because, uh, like I said, like most of us, it's, I'm just like anybody else listening. And I get distracted by the health halo claims of that course. are just plastered. You know, 20 Packaging. grams of protein, you know, power packed, like all these things. I'm like, oh my God, that sounds great. I know I need protein. Um, so, I'm not thinking about added sugars that are going to be in those bars. But if you look at something like a Power Bar Performance Energy Bar, which I almost grew up on, and they're still around today, it's 26 grams of sugar. That's, 26 yeah, grams of sugar in a bar, which is if you're running a marathon, I'm sure that's incredibly helpful. But most of us are not like <laughs> pounding one down. We're just we're on our daily lives. We're on our commute. We're dropping the kids off from between meals. We're looking for something that's easy to throw in a bag. Uh, and you don't think that oh, about something that packs 26 grams of sugar. It just, yeah, it's, it's an energy bar, but then right. you're going to crash real need, hard right. after. You have energy for totally. like 20 minutes yeah. and then real low energy after that. Uh, here's the thing, though. Most popular bars... and and there's a lot of great bars out there now that have low sugar yes. varieties, uh, Power Bar including. There's there's a uh, a, a Power Bar uh, reduced sugar protein bar. So it's got 20, I think it's got 20 grams of, of protein, but only three or, or less than five grams of oh, sugar. Yeah, that's so there, there are options mm-hmm. out there. And, and the main point here being don't just grab a snack bar because it has like protein or something like that, uh, or it's keto friendly or whatever, whatever you feel aligns with your diet goals. Flip it over. Look at the ingredients. Make sure there's not a ton of added sugars. And I, my goal is to keep it for a for a snack bar, nine grams or less. You know, nine grams or fewer if I can. Right now, I'm I'm really enjoying the Omega. Uh, nutrition bars. Oh, I've the, never had those. They're really good. Uh, it's grass-fed whey protein uh, bar. Uh, it's got natural oats in it, those kinds of things. It has five grams of sugar. So to me, that's that's pretty fair and balanced. Like, I'm cool with five grams of sugar in a snack bar. Uh, anything more than that it makes me a little uncomfortable, and they taste pretty good. So not there bad. There you go. All right, finally, always skip the artificial sweeteners. This is so many uh, people make this mistake. And the, and the hard one too, by the way, because you're thinking, I, I want to cut out on added sugars, but I still I'm going to have that sweet craving, so yep. I'll just use an artificial sweetener. Totally, but it's not just about 
lowering the calories, people think it's a good move. Like, I'm just going to use Splenda or Sweeten Low or, or drink diet soda or have that sugar-free candy. But in reality, you're just fooling yourself because those aren't any better than the real deal. But what's worse is they're worse for you. They're yeah. worse for your body. There's Research has shown a big association between fake sugars and weight gain. You're not going to lose weight. You're going to gain weight. Your body's not going to be able to process it. Please, please avoid artificial sweeteners. Yeah. And, and look, and it's because it's not just because, uh, I mean, look, it, it's artificial. Right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. uh, artificial being the, the critical word there. And when we're talking about looking at the ingredients labels and watching out for all these like crazy terms that you can't pronounce, your grandmother would never know it existed if, if, if she thought about food. Artificial is, is not something you want to actively seek out and put in your body because it Never. disrupts, you know, it's not just what it does from a calorie perspective or your taste buds or anything, but you don't know what it does when it hits the inside of your body. And they're still kind of like doing studies and research. So if you don't know, like, don't, don't go, like, just don't, just don't do it. And also what people don't realize is that artificial sweeteners are literally hundreds of times sweeter than yeah. actual sugar. So like the savory breakfast, if you're, if you're having your, I don't really eat a big breakfast, I just have a cup of coffee, but it has like three packs of sweet and low in it or whatever your artificial sweetener of choice is, Truvia, you know, whatever. Uh, you're, you're, like we said with the savory breakfast, you're kind of setting the tone for the day right there by having that super sweet setting right from the jump, right from the get-go in the your morning. Your body's going to keep craving more and so more. So that ball's just going to keep rolling downhill as your day wears on, and that's when you're going to be well above those 82 grams of added sugars, and you, you're not even going to realize it. And those artificial sweeteners won't even count, count towards that, no. right? They're just setting the stage for you to get there. So one thing to kind of really be cautious of, I like that one. And it's a good one to end on because, again, it's, it's when people think about cutting sugar, it's probably the, the first go-to, the default. Well, I'll, mm-hmm. just, I'll just use artificial sweeteners, but not the, not the savior that you might might think uh, it's all wrapped up to be. So look, there, there you have it. Hopefully a few of these tips will work for you and help you cut back on those added sugars. Again, there are very few simple swaps that you can make that will have such a huge impact on your overall health and well-being. So don't try and tackle them all at once. Don't try and cut sugar cold turkey. That never works, by the way. You know, try one of the try fennel seeds. Yeah, try, try, I'm definitely going to try Try, try on a savory <laughs> breakfast. Try, if anything, try looking at the ingredients list and just looking at the, the sugars. And, you know, a great way is if you don't, if you're unsure of, of if a food product has a lot of added sugars, you know, like a yo- you mentioned yogurt, sweetened yeah. yogurts. Look at a plain yogurt label in, in the grocery store and then pick up that flavored yogurt and look at the label. And if the plain yogurt has five grams of sugar, you know that's the naturally occurring sugar that's coming dairy, from in, from dairy. And if the flavored yogurt has 20 grams of sugar, guess what? 15 are added. And put it back. And have no <laughs> nutritional value whatsoever. So until the nutritional labels are all figured out and, and added sugars, and some, you know, to their credit, some manufacturers are already calling out added sugars on their labels. Kudos to them. Um, but if they're not, like that simple, you know, just put it side-by-side comparison and, and you do the quick math, like, and you'll be stunned by that's how many... Tip. How many added sugars are are in there? So again, you know, just be aware, educate yourself. For more great tips, tricks, and low sugar food picks, uh, be sure to check out eatthis.com. Until next time, I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. And definitely be sure to let us know what food choices are on your mind. We'd love to hear from you. We love getting your emails. Please send us a note at podcast at eatthis.com. Or even you could reach out to me, myself, on social media. I'm at thisgirlcaneat on Instagram. Let us know what you're thinking about so we could tackle all your burning questions here for you as we help you eat this, not that.